gentlemen, this is a public information announcement. But please don't panic. A podcast about B-movies with Wellesley and Wilson. Hello and welcome to But Please Don't Panic with Wellesley and Wilson. For the four millionth time we're doing this, we're going to be all right. We'll get it. We're going to get there. This is going to be the one. This is it. This is the one. Let's do it. So, we've had a nice chat today. So, the comedy, the conversational comedy wheels have been greased. So, we can get straight into it. Wellsy's having a bit of a moment, but we'll be all right. We'll be all right. But just, this is the shittest thing with the ADHD, is that... All the half jobs that I've done now come back to get me. Where I'm like, well, that should, if I did that properly, the first, yes. thing, like, if I finished the job, properly, yeah, then it would be easier now. But no, so it's like, yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. I've got so, so many things I go. As I'm doing it, I'm like, I know this is gonna, this is gonna be fucked, and I'm gonna have to do it again. But that still doesn't stop me. But I think because I'm just like, oh, I'll come back to that. And I never do. And I never learned that, actually. No, because... So what's happened is the boy's tablet... So he's in this tent. And uh, his, the iPad's run out of charge. But I was using the charger to, like, plug the laptop into the mains, which is going to help the recording. And so I've had to give him, like, half of the setup so he's not interrupting. But, yeah. And then as I got up off the sofa... Knocked him a drink over, so I've got a soggy sofa, which means I've got to now like wash the sofa cushions. I just ah, oh, just because I didn't put a fucking cable where it should have been, so he could have had the fur charger. <laughs> like, it's just, I, and it's I think this is... my own doing as well. So it's not like I'd be like, oh, there's no one to blame, it's just me. Ugh, Barbara. Yeah, but I think this is what people don't understand about having ADHD. And at the same time, you're, you know, you're autistic as well. So you've got these two things that bang up against each other. Yeah. And I don't think people really understand. Which is we're, only, we're only really just starting to talk about it, to be honest. And so people are only now starting to don't really understand what, if you've got your brain basically going in different directions at the same time, and you're trying to focus on one thing. That must like even like just sitting down and watching a movie. Go right, we're going to watch a movie, but you have to watch a. You can't just choose one because we're doing a podcast. You have to watch a specific movie that you've been. You've we've decided you've got to watch. Yeah, and then that throws in all manner of different things. Yeah, because it's like a demand. So because I have like demand yeah. avoidance as well, and so even if it's demands I've put on myself, I'm still like no, I don't want to fucking do it. Like you know when someone says, "Oh, you have to do something." And instantly, I'm like, I don't have to do anything. Like, I don't have to, like, you have to, or I need to. I'm like, no, I fucking don't. And it's such like, yeah. a, like a little switch in my brain. Even though, like, logically, I know I'm an adult and I can do what I like. As long as I'm, you know, like, even if I'm breaking the law, I can still do it and still have the consequences of it. But to be like, yeah, just sort of always, always sabotaging myself, but not on purpose, because it's something I want to do. So, like... I watched this film like weeks ago because we've been trying to record it for weeks. And so I'm like, oh, and every time I get excited, I'm like, oh, it's because it's a good film. But yeah, because that's what I was finding with, what did we watch? Sharktopus versus Terracuda. And I was like, I'm just not excited for it. And if I'm not, no. I can't, I can't really fake it either. I can't fake stuff. So I'm like, just don't care. <laughs> I can't pretend yeah. to care, which I guess is good because then everything I do care about is genuine. 
Like I genuinely yeah. care about stuff, but I can't just because you're like, oh, even if you're not in the mood, you just got to do it. I'm like, I can't. It's not. It's just not there. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's it. The I conversation's think conversation's not there. It's not there. I can't. Yeah. Can't put it. Out I think my this is an excellent. I think this is a great. This is why this podcast. This is this is this is a podcast. that's more than just two friends talking about uh, the films that they enjoy watching. This is all about. It's an exercise in learning how like because you want to do more you want to get involved with more things conversations with more people so you're learning how to talk to people on a on, and 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 public speaking as my wife pointed out the other day is the number one fear for most people so yeah. if you've got adhd and autism and and you know that's the, the last thing you want to do is be doing any sort of public speaking but you at the same time you really want to you yeah. really want to. So this is what yeah. this is all about. This is this is more than a podcast for films. This is about this is about helping people learn how to get back out there and talk to people and do more life things, I guess. Yeah. Cuz not everyone, like not every autistic suffers like uh, with social phobia or social anxiety and stuff, but cuz some people are really happy, like comfortable talking to people and I can't got distracted by a small fly um <laughs> see exactly that it's trying to keep you it was like there yeah no but there's there's stuff going on around me but i'm not going what was that and that's the difference people don't understand what it's like if you're autistic you can't just you can't just like like if there's a fly so you like go there's a fly in the room but that's just over there and i'm gonna just whereas you'll be like no, there's a fly my focus but yeah. I don't have... See, some people uh, who are autistic, they have this, like a little autism podcast. I love it. Um, they, That's great. Um, they get... If you're just autistic, I guess, and maybe it's because I'm a parent as well, so I can't really just... But I don't get the hyper-focus anymore because I don't have the... Because I have, like... I used to be able to have, like, short hyper-focuses, but, like, that sort of spending seven hours doing something, I don't I don't really have that anymore. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I think it changes as I get older, and mm. I don't know. It's definitely interesting. I'm learning more about it and more about myself and how it, like, goes into sort of every, like, different aspects of my life that I hadn't even considered before. I was just like, oh shit, there it, like there it is. That's going to be related to being autistic and and having ADHD and just, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. But I'm mm. just tired. I can imagine it's exhausting. I remember, I think I told you this before. Uh, Noel Faulkner, who used to run the comedy cafe in East London, and he, I remember, I have said this a little before, but I do remember him saying because he had uh, Tourette's, but it was the twitchy one, so he was always moving always doing something like constantly mm. from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to bed. And he, and I remember it was the first time I'd ever heard this. He just went, it's exhausting because it's, I'm constantly on the move. I'm constantly, I just can't stop. And that exhausts me. And that's the same with autism and ADHD. You've always got something to do, yeah. to think yeah, about. So with the ADHD, you're never still. Or you're like your mind's never still as well, so you might not be physically tired. But also things that I guess neurotypical people just do automatically are really considered for a lot of autistics or like um, a lot of people with ADHD. Like I have to think about something. There's no sort of or some. I mean, I took my meds today and there was some automaticness, 
but I don't just have the automatic of I'll just do this and then this because my brain doesn't work in a way that <clears throat> is set for efficiency it's set for getting the task done so it might not make yeah. any sense to anyone else and go that's such an illogical way I'm like but it's done like it's fucking done though so yeah it's just tight because yeah I think our brains just work not twice as hard but everything's just harder because it's like yeah. executive dysfunction and people who are like depressed and stuff get it and and so everything's just too much to do. Oh, what a depressing... Ugh. No, yeah. this is easy. This is why I want people to know about this. This is, this is, this is really interesting because I want people to, that listen to the podcast to understand why, get more of an understanding of why sometimes it just goes off in a different place or why it takes us 20 times to record it. What, a lot of the time, and it's me as well, and that's because, you know, life happens and we're because we're doing it from our houses so something will happen just before we're about to record and like fuck I can't do it I'm gonna have to do this um so we're so we're working because we're in our lives we're not in a studio we've got life things to contend with and then and I want people to understand that it, this is this is it's, it's like your your side of things Wellesley with your autism and your ADHD how much effort it takes to get to a point where you're sat recording a podcast because to most people they could like like, like, everybody's talking into their phones now everybody's doing recordings where they're walking along hey just chatting just just dropping in just seeing how you're doing whereas that to to a lot of other people is physically impossible like you like you know i you do it but you don't you're not on the screen like you'll video your where you're going and there might be a little bit of chat but you're not specifically like walking along filming yourself going hey everyone just checking in listen to the podcast yeah, i've never tried so this is alien to you yeah and because like um in our millions of you know discarded recordings of this episode we were talking about how i've had to switch seats because i was physically uncomfortable at the table and so that was distracting me and i've been mm. practicing my actual conversational skills so i've been like i was talking in the vag cave bloody love those women but um What's it called? I was like the, the Vag Cave. Okay, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah, um, they're part of the murder sex cult. And, um, well, they're like a sub sub cult. Yeah, a little sub cult, but they're so supportive. <laughs> women supporting women, Vag owners Good. supporting Vag owners. We love them. But um, I was like, is anyone up for helping me practice conversations? Because uh, what I was noticing, and it's probably like in my head, but. I was struggling to have a conversation because I was thinking of what I'm going to say next in the podcast and which points out, but I wasn't responding how I wanted to, to what you were saying. And so it felt for me, and this is my perception of the situation, a little bit disjointed and it wasn't what I wanted it to be. But I was like, let me practice responding. But I don't think other people have this issue where they're like, oh, let me practice conversations with you. And then also there's no like resources for for this like autistic resources because it's like you have like your basic skills when you're just starting out and like sort of like how to have a conversation with people but then mm. also, there's no like advanced autism classes is what i'm trying to get at. there's no sort of like no. because now i'm venturing into sort of how professionals communicate and how like communication is studied well it's so nerdy but i'm like because i want to be good at it and so because like years ago i couldn't have a conversation at all like i wasn't able to speak 
And so it's definitely, I mean, I've come one at like 180. That's the opposite. Like, Leaps and bounds. Like where I was having like CBT and had worksheets to recognise when someone was having, like ready to have a conversation, like their physical body language, look for cues and stuff. Now you don't shut me up, but I'm trying to make it into a conversation instead of just yeah. me talking. Like a together conversation instead of like parallel talking. I know what I'm talking well, about. This is no, but well, no. We mentioned that we talked about that, and well, like you said, one of the discarded, or a conversation we might have had the other day. Actually, when you said when we've been recording these, you're not actually talking. It's not a conversation. You're you're just talking about the bits you want to talk about that happen to be connected to what I'm talking about, but it's not necessarily engagement. Yeah, like I talk a bit, then you talk a bit, but we're not talking. We weren't talking to each other or to the yeah. listeners. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to work on. Is because I think yeah. it's because I was physically uncomfortable. So if you're always aware that, because I don't sit still very well anyway. Like I've got like the worry stones, but I'm sitting here like cross-legged. And if people, because people, could, I'll put it up on YouTube as well. But I'm always like twitching a little bit and always moving, always touching something. But like, yeah, the the physicality of sitting still in an uncomfortable chair is a lot. And so that's why we've. Everything's a bit makeshift and everything. Like, I'm sat on the sofa now in, like, the biggest jump I own and joggers. Mm-hmm. Like, just to create, create like, a little a little chatty environment for me. Yeah. And here we are. And here, here we, we are. are. So that's... I wanted people to understand that. I want people to know what... what There's more to this podcast than just us two just chatting about films. It's a, it's a whole... There's so much goes into getting to this point. Where yeah, well you can really sit hard. and have so a I chat. I want to be good at it. Like I'm so determined to be good at it. You are good at it. You're smashing it, mate. It's really yeah, great. I could be better. Like imagine, imagine me like efficient and everything organised. I know where all the cables are. Like imagine it. Oh, I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> it's never going to happen. But it's a nice How idea. <laughs> I'll keep practicing. I'll be on my deathbed like and it. I'll do like the most perfect podcast. <laughs> Because I want to learn public... Because I just want to be the type of person that just walks into the room and is comfortable. Or, like, not... Mm. Or, like, to have a conversation with people. Like, I want to be one of those people. But it feels very autistic being like, well, I will learn how to be one of those people and I will study it. And I will study very few. and their I think ways. Very, yeah. I think very few people are like that. I mean, I'm more confident now because I talk for a living like, in front of people. But I don't think many people... Only psychopaths can walk into a room and be completely at ease with their surroundings. I know that I have to have a couple of drinks. If I'm in an environment that I don't really, a strange environment, one I've not really been in before, I have to have a couple of drinks to then kind of loosen me up and make me feel a bit more comfortable. And I think most people are. Yeah. That's social anxiety. You shouldn't do it. That's self medicating. Yeah, but you know, what else am I going to do? Walk in and look like a winkle. Stand there. Uh, a winkle. Winkle's such a good <laughs> Yeah. No, but so, I wanna so what you yes. said is basically I'm trying to be a psychopath. Like I'm working on psychopathic tendencies. Uh, yeah, you wanna right be way. able to yeah, you wanna be walk into a room and go, Hey everyone, I'm here <laughs> But just the social confidence to be like, Oh, I can have a conversation about or like I have the I understand how conversations work enough to be able to make a conversation. Like, because some people can just do it. Like, they're observant and they can go, oh, because, you know, like, 
yeah, they just got the skills and like, I think I could do it. So this is why, because I think I could. So I'm trying. Yeah. If I thought I could never, I would I'd find something else to be obsessed with. But well, I'm not yeah. obsessed with it. That sounds weird. Like I'm just obsessed with being a psychopath. That's not what I'm doing. No, time. no, no. Well, I think it's like anything. Isn't it? The more the more you do it, the better at it you get. So the more rooms, the more unusual rooms you walk into, the better you'll get at walking into unfamiliar rooms. rooms. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you need to keep walking into rooms. Hello, I'm here. Well, you shouldn't be. You should be next door. <laughs> oh, no. The wrong room again. But yeah, this is the it's butchers. like social anxiety. So I'm just trying to, like, because I didn't realise how much it still affects me until I was doing the podcast. And I was like, oh, hang on. It's still it's still there quite yeah. a lot. Because I've never, I guess because I got comfortable. Hmm. And so I never needed to push myself. And I think not using like the autism as an excuse, but when it was social anxiety disorder and like, so I was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder before I was diagnosed autistic. And so when it's just like a mental health thing or like a mental illness, you can overcome them. And so the pressure's on you to make it work. But when it's mm. autism, I was just like, ah, fuck it. I can't do anything about it. So it doesn't matter. And then yeah. I start trying, but maybe I should, well, I am trying a bit more just to be, cause I think I could be like, I think the ADHD part of me wants me to be like, People, friends. Yeah. I want adoring fans. That's what I want. Ah, I well. I don't want stalkers. I don't think you've got there. a choice in that. I don't think you've got a choice. Uh, stalkers. Stalkers going to stalk. <sighs> Leave me alone, though. Leave me out of it. Stalk Wilson. Oh, I don't get any stalkers. People don't bother now. <laughs> now? <laughs> they never did. Oh. I, don't, I don't think I've ever had a stalker. Not that you've known of. Oh, that's true. Maybe they're really good at it. <laughs> Secret stalkers. I think. No, I think the idea is that you they let you know. Yeah. Nah, I got none of that. I got none of that. I. Uh, everyone's kind of like, oh, that's Wilson. Oh well. <laughs> oh Wilson. Everyone oh well. You. Is he still going? Is he still with it? Is he still plugging away? Okay. Like, like he died. Is he still with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an old TV presenter from the eighties. Oh yeah, I thought he died. I thought he was dead. Okay, so this is, but please don't panic. <laughs> no. <laughs> 19, 18 and a half minutes in. Great. Yeah. That's all right, we've got well, now, a few. Go on. I was going to say, now I'm going to ruin ruin it again, because I'm going to go tell people to go watch the film. Oh, yeah, got to do that. Tell them. Because, right, so the film is Killer Sofa, and you need to yes. go watch it before, because it's so fun. And I need you to understand the context and how deliciously fun it was before yes. you listened to the podcast because it made me so happy and uh, I need you to share the joy and then we can you can listen to the spoilers and be like, oh, yeah, of course. But if I tell you the chair is cute, you're going to be like, what the fuck? I'll be like, no, he's just adorable. He's an adorable, murderous, possessed chair and you're not going to get it. So go watch the film. It's on Prime Video. You can just go watch it and then come back, and we'll just wait here until it's done. Okay, welcome back. Now you've watched the film. Welcome back to, but please don't panic. Yeah, yeah, and as you can see, the artwork for this doesn't match, doesn't match the thing because the artwork looks like whoa. If that was what the killer sofa looked like, I would have been more like, oh yeah, that's the one. We didn't look like that. Looks like the Pillsbury Doughman. It does. Or he looks like um, who's the marshmallow man in uh, what's his name? Yeah, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Yes, that's the guy. Or the guy, the 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 little chefs, 
the little was it the little bowler hat men that used to do the flower? Oh, you won't remember it that. It does look like those. I was going to say spot the dog as well. Like he's just got cute little, got big old yeah. eyes, hasn't he? That chair that we love. He doesn't. That murderous that's chair. the thing. The artwork to it is, is all like teeth and blood and ah. But then when yeah. he sees, he's like, "Hello, hello, he's, well, yeah, just I like you." Dopey. Yeah, I like you. But Come no, I think maybe he's a bit murderous as he gets on as the film goes on because I think. Um, yeah. When he's, I was gonna say when he's cracked open like an egg, but yeah, when when he when he opens up and you see what's inside him, or who's inside him. Oh yeah. Like then it's a bit vicious. Well, that's when it turned, and that when that the, when they found the guy that had done the operation on him, the veterinarian, because he didn't get a proper doctor, he had a, he got a vet, and they were questioning the guy later on, and he went he went look, he asked me to chop his legs off. I didn't ask any questions. <laughs> Just chop his fucking legs off. Just Imagine chop his legs that. off. He didn't even ask. Didn't even ask. Like, why? Not my business. Not my business. He, he paid for the job. He did it. It's what. It, yeah. That's it. Yeah. None of my business. Uh, I'm not, you know, <laughs> not getting involved. What other people do with their time is their business. their business. Imagine if someone said to you, Wellsy, just chop my legs off. You don't need to know why. Just do it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I couldn't, though, because I am, like, not very good with blood. So physically, I couldn't do it, but I'd be like, oh. Because I... Sometimes I think you just do it. You don't need to... You'd want to know. so many questions in life? Maybe just more doing, less questions. Maybe... Oh, maybe... It, yeah. Maybe it depends what time of the day they get you. If it was, if I, if I, if it was in the morning... You'd be less likely to, but in the afternoon you've had you've had a day of shit to deal with. You're like, yeah, fine, lay down. They yeah, are done. Like, sit down. See well, yourself like if out. You're already, yeah, <laughs> if you're already in the middle of something, like you just be like, yeah, go on there. Like just add it to the pile. Like I'm already chopping legs off. You might as well get involved. Like you're ironing, just chuck it yeah. on the pile. Or like you're doing the washing up when someone brings the washing up. We're like, oh, I've still got this one. Yeah, go on, put it in the fucking bowl. Get on with it. You just happen to be, so we have to get you on a day where you're just chopping legs off. You're like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Just when I'm stick them over there. People. Yeah. Decapitation days. There you go. So I'm more yeah. motivated in the morning. So I probably do it. Yes. But by yeah. the afternoon, I'm a bit tired. By three o'clock, I'm no good to anyone. So, no. Yeah. yeah. I've made that <laughs> happy to leg. I don't so know. I could be agreeing. Like, oh, God. This is more psychopathy <laughs> that I'm accidentally doing. Just agree. I never to be a said psychopath. you want to be a. I never said that you wanted to be a psychopath. <laughs> you said people who are comfortable walking into any room are psychopaths, and that's what I'm trying yeah, to be. I'm not trying, said... trying to be a psychopath. You're trying to be more comfortable. That's what I meant. But psychopaths are the only. It's a separate thing. Psychopaths are the only people that are truly now. comfortable walking into any room. But now, no, no, no. I'm clarifying. I'm clarifying what I said. Into a psychopath. <laughs> So you want to be a psychopath. I'll lock them up. Lock them up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we should start at the beginning of the film because we've gone right to the end. Yes, um, so I thought chair... we'd change it up a bit. Yeah, oh yeah, fuck it. Why not? Mix it up. Go backwards. No, because yeah. what we usually do is like the, the ADHD thing of just going bing, 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 bing and not going any sort of flow yeah. through the actual film. But let's start at the beginning because we can't... So. The chair is part of some sort of satanic ritual in yes. the beginning. That's what we see. There's blood. Um, and the chair 
needs to be delivered to Francesca. I don't know how the note got on it. And it was just no. like a note. There was no, like, delivery company. So we see this chair. It says, deliver me to Francesca. Okay. No one knows who Francesca is. There's no... no. It's just that it's taken just a to... random... Go on. Just a random woman called Francesca who lives in Wellington in New Zealand. I don't imagine she's the only one. <laughs> but they all know about... Maybe she's just... Well, she's got quite an allure, does Francesca. So well, maybe everyone knows about her. This was the it problem, ends up with people. Maxie and her granddad. Yeah, Jack. His people name fall is. in. People fall in love with her. Maxine knows this. It's a power that she's a burden. They that people no, fall in love with her. Fran- Francesca, Maxine's sorry, they, Maxine Maxine's was her friend. The best friend, Francesca. Yes. She's aware that people become obsessed with her. Yes, and she's got restraining orders against them, and it's not bothered when one of them turns up dead. She's a. She's a. Yeah. She's a. She's a. She's got a. Deadly power, uh, deadly, yeah, power over men. That she's, it's a burden yeah. that people fall for her. Yes, because you notice that <laughs> the guy. So this chair has to be delivered to Francesca, but it ends up yes. with um, at a like antique shop where Jack, Grandpa Jack, touches it and Grandpa gets Jack. very aroused with his. With his um, cum face. Did you see? Yes, he does. <laughs> it's the proper cum face. And um, so, he, yeah, and he has like a flashback or a vision. So the chair's possessed. He touches it, gets all excited, sees something, has a vision. He's like an old man. He calls up his dad. And I don't understand how old his dad must be. No. He's, but he's on the phone. And it turns out the chair is possessed by um, a Dubuque. Was that it? That's it, yep. And Grandpa Jack, the rabbi, um, he now figures out his grand old age of like 68 or something that he's got this gift that he can see the Dubuque and he's sort of... But the Dubuque... What is it? So it's like... It feeds off people... It's a, it collects souls, doesn't it, or something? And then uh, if there isn't a host, if there isn't a person, like a, a human host for all the souls that are being collected, it will go into the nearest object, which is why it's in a reclining chair. <laughs> yeah. Fucking but then this is so why then, I don't understand. Go on. It's got a person in it. So how is it still possessed? Yeah, I know. That didn't make any sense at the end. This is so I got confused with what happened at the end because I'm like, right, I couldn't keep track of who was who and who, what was possessing what and why. Because I thought it was the book, and then there was Gerald and Marie. Was that her name? I've gone Gerald again. Gerald, and I think it was like Francesca's great, great, no, her great grandma Marie. Yes. And I was like, right, okay. Who died in 1876? And I was like, this film was made in 2019. Not very good at maths, but maybe it works. I don't know. I just think of like eighteen seventy six as like really long time ago. Yeah, but it wasn't that long ago. I'm trying to think and... how long, how old my great grandma was <laughs> <laughs> when she was born. I don't fucking know. I don't know who she is. Well, my dad was born in nineteen forty five, 
And his dad would have been born in, I don't know. Yeah, he might, his dad would have been like 19, 1901 or something. So then it's only three generations back. Yeah, because my, I don't know when my grandma was born, but my great aunt, she was like 93, maybe. So they were like, I don't know. I don't, I'm really shit at maths. Can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. Tell us. Tell us how it works, everyone. i got no idea. Let's, well, it didn't make any sense, did it? One minute it's a soul thing, and next minute it's a, there's an actual person in the chair with no face and no legs making it work. Yeah. Because, and then it just, I don't know. Because why was... So what I don't understand, so the, the book, how is that the book related to Gerald and Marie? Because they were... Marie offed herself because people were so, like, obsessed with her. In, like, yeah. the 18, 1876, she died or whatever. In France. So how does that... And, like, how does it work? Like, so it starts off, Marie, Gerald, France, 1800s, and it ends up with Francesca, gravy, a recliner, New Zealand, 2019. I don't... I've got nothing. It made no sense. It made no sense that... And just, I don't know. I, I loved Grape and Gravy, the police. I thought they were they were good. Um, I thought some of the I thought some of the dialogue was a bit clunky. That was a bit like Gravy was doing that classic bit of the policeman under pressure, and he's got a bottle of whiskey in his desk, and he's swigging whiskey. He's going, okay, there's issues. Okay, there's something going on there, and then they're staying late, and Grape says to him, she says. Um, Hey, go on, get home to your wife. You know, she'll be expecting you as well. And then Gravy says, She left me two weeks ago, took the kids. <laughs> and without missing a beat, Grape goes, All right, you know what? You know what we need to do? Let's get out of here. Come back to mine. Let's get a bottle of wine. We'll blow off some steam. Now, he's yeah. literally just told you his wife's left him with the kids, and you've gone, like, Come around mine and I'll fuck you. <laughs> But what I don't understand is he looks a lot older than her. So she looks like she could be in her sort of late 20s. And he looks like he's yeah. sort of late 50s. I'm like... Yeah. First thing I think when a middle-aged man is telling me, like, complaining if his wife left him, is not, I'm going to jump on him. No. It's not be lying. It's not be bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I don't know. It was funny, though. Because I was just like, that's not... There was no sexual tension between them either. So it's none. Like, Literally none. It made no sense for them to be like, oh, but come round for a shag. Like, there exactly. were work colleagues. Just that even like, I don't know, but maybe she was a bit jealous of Francesca, actually, because sort of uh, Francesca's spell and her, you know, her charisma, I think she, like, gravy starts to like her a bit. And then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, gravy maybe was, in- was a bit of jealousy. Gravy was enchanted immediately. You could see it. And then Grape just had disdain for her going, yeah, whatever, mate. We're yeah, all busy. Yeah, that's what they all say. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, well done, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, there was that. Grape did have disdain for her. Um, I held, Right, talking of tossers, <laughs> this is Ralph. Ralph was a tosser. Was Ralph when the guy... He, 
in the, in the sheet under the duvet. Is that what you're going to yeah. say? Yeah. Oh, what my, doing... my favourite death, I think. Yeah. Because I don't understand what was happening there. Because I... lots of it was wrong. That's he not just how people ro- behave. He turned up. And then he just went, hey, so have you given any more thought to what I asked you? And then he did that on his wedding finger. He went, oh, yeah. I was like, the, you I wanker. He, he was doing in the house. No, he just went, I'm going right from when he rocked up and he went like that. That's so cringy. I couldn't keep track of all the creepy men. No, they're all creepy. And then he turned, then he broke into her house, went through this her bit, things. This is the weirdest bit. Barbara, get off the Oh, that's not the weirdest bit. That's not the weirdest bit. So he goes under no, the sheets. And... But him in that whole scenario. Because yeah. Who, what? The weirdest like, bit. I... Go on. The weirdest bit. That was her cousin. And he asked her to marry her. That's not the weirdest bit. He I said, I'm, I'm, they, it was his cousin. It was her cousin. You don't marry your cousin. What are you on about? Look, what he was. What are you talking? That's, that's not the weirdest bit. Are we talking about the same person when he was like, yeah, oh, he broke into a house. Up. Yeah, and, like, and fucked her pants. Hat. And her <laughs> hat. <laughs> but he's, he's in like, his, I don't know if I was going to like break into someone's house and like masturbate with their things, but I wouldn't be keeping my shoes on or my jacket and like getting under the covers to do it. I'd probably just take no. the stuff with me. That's a proper danger, Hank, isn't it? To be like, oh, I'm good. Because like, but he was like hunched over and I was like, I'm, what? what's happening under that duvet? I don't know like, how much purchase you get in a sun hat either. Right? Do you fold it round like a sort of like a taco or something like a taco? I don't shell? know. This is going to become another sex. Coffee. This is going to become another sex podcast <laughs> again. Oh my goodness! But they shouldn't do weird stuff like that then, if they don't want it to be. No, if they don't want our podcast. To be, like they should have pre-planned it because that's not. But I, all I could think about, and this is such, a, this is probably like the autistic thing. I was like, that cannot be comfortable. Because, like, if you're going to, like, have a little wank, you wouldn't do it, like, in your shoes. Like, <laughs> like I take... Because, like, he, then he's underneath and he's got to, like, uh, like, he's got to get it out, his little todger. And I'm like, that's a lot of faff to be under a duvet. Like... Yeah. And then he... and But that might be my favourite death, I think. Because... The, that was amazing. He got yeah, smashed in the head with an iron. iron. But he's yeah. under a face. So how hard is that chair hitting him with the iron? Yeah. That's a proper whack I... if it's going... Like, but he's got no arm, so how is he doing it? <laughs> he... But this thing, I think we've well, filmed that they arms, can't... Because chairs do have arms. Hang on. But not, yeah, but... not functioning arms. No. Yeah, hands. but I mean, look, look at the way he got rid of the body, like by scooping him over the side. <laughs> It makes no sense because how did he pick him up? He, he managed him over to, his shoulder. <laughs> got him out. He managed to get him on his shoulder, got him out onto the patio, and then scooped him over the balcony, over the thing, um, into a bin. Into a bin. He and I think what it is with these films because I remember watching Quadrophenia years ago, and there's a bit where Jimmy, the main character in it, has got he gets this photograph of this model, and he takes it home. And then uh, he has, and he's lying on his bed, face down, and then he fiddles with himself, and then like comes out, wipes his hands on his jumper, and I remember watching that when I was younger, going, "How is he? How can you? You can't do that face down." But they can't show it, so that's why 
That's why Ralph had to fuck her son hat under a duvet. In his jacket. In his jacket and shoes. Just a bit, I don't know. Like I just, I don't know how people behave. But I would just, I would take the stuff with me. Like I would take the bra, or I would take the sun hat, or I would have the wank there, but not the combination yeah. of like. And it, why does he need to be under the duvet? Yeah, because no, so they can't. The that's whole it. combination of the things doesn't make any bloody sense. Yeah, there could have been a different way of filming it that didn't that meant he wasn't under the duvet. But I guess. I guess they did allude to the fact that he got... No, because he didn't get undressed, did he? No. No. Because I was like, this shoe's on the bed. Weird. Like, yeah. I mean, and her that's iron the board thing. was just set up in the bedroom. I was like, keen. No one does <laughs> Yours is always in front of the telly. Yeah, that's because I always try and iron. But then I put it away afterwards. Well, after a few Right, days, right, right. Half the job. I I liked, I liked, there were so many odd things in the dialogue. I liked it when Francesca's uh, flatmate, he came, he, he helped her with the chair. Then he had to go out because he was suddenly going into town to take his friend on a stag do. And then she had all the business with the chair. She made tea while sitting in the chair. Oh, that, I fucking love that. That made no sense at all. And it made me because, like, that's not how you make tea. And it doesn't feel very safe. So she, like, because it's so illogical. But maybe, like, the chair made her brain all, like, foggy. And she's like, oh, I just need to carry this boiling. Like, so she, she must have gone to the kitchen, popped the tea bag in the cup, boiled the kettle, gone, I'll just take all this with me. Yeah. Do you think she put... Hang on, stop. Do you think she put the milk in first? Maybe it was like a herbal tea and didn't need milk. Maybe. I'd hope so because that's fucking horrendous. That's made me upset just to think that... Because the way she sat there with there the no kettle in the cup... Lounging. Shut up. It's a kettle. <laughs> like it's not it was, a teapot. She's just like it fucking was, electric yeah. kettle. You can't like make that it was normal. No matter how hard you try, <laughs> Bernie, you cannot make... An electric kettle on a recliner in your underwear, sexy. Like it was normal. <laughs> like it was normal. Because what the cute thing, if they were trying to make her like cute, what they should have done is just have the tea and it's hot and she's got her hands like, she's like warming, she's getting like set, settled in for the evening. You know, yeah. like when it's hot chocolate season, you're like, oh, I'm just going to snuggle. Obviously, she wouldn't be wearing a big jumper, she'd just be in her lingerie. But yeah, that chair made her, like, chair made her. The chair made her brain funky. <laughs> but she just put but the kettle all... down. I'm like, shut up, Francesca. Come on. Make I know. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to make another one? <laughs> yeah. Like, but she would have had to lean over the chair to put it down. Yeah. Like, the kitchen's there, love. Be in one place. That's maybe she's got ADHD because why are you I taking the kettle with you to sit on the chair? And also, this is what bothered me. So when they first, the recliner first appears in their house or the flat. Mm-hmm. And they put the laptop on it. So Francesca and her best mate, Maxie, they put the laptop on it to watch it. So sort of Francesca's legs are sort of, she's basically like flashing the chair. Oh, yeah, she's flirting um, with the chair. Yeah, but like, what? how are they watching stuff before? Yeah, they were. <laughs> they needed, that's what. <laughs> None of the yeah, dining room didn't. chairs could do. Not a little table, not a TV. No TV. 
but just a laptop? Like, what were they just sort of... How did they... So, like, primitive. I imagine to sort of gather around it. Like, it doesn't work like this. We need a, a recliner. Maybe she got the recliner just so she could watch a programme on it. Just like, Instead of a coffee table. Yeah, just get a fucking table. I'm sure she had a TV in her room as well. Probably. I None of it. There's These bits. It's, it was like... So, so the flatmate, who she has no power over because he, it turns out he's gay. But she loves him, so, doesn't she? She loves I him. Think I, think, and, I think he's her boyfriend. Right. What's the cat doing? So then he comes in, in the morning, he's a bit hungover, and she she wakes up in the morning, <laughs> that's it, she wakes up in the morning, and the because they had a, the chair and her had a steamy session, she wakes she, up in the morning, and the buttons. chair... Hang on, she was... <laughs> the chair... <laughs> Levers. She was touching his levers, yeah. and she he wakes up in the morning, and there's candles laid out on the floor, <laughs> and then there's breakfast. The the the, the sofa has made her breakfast, yeah, and it's then on the his boyfriend, arms, isn't it? like it's yeah. on the arms of the chair, and the boyfriend comes in, and she assumes it's him that's done it, and he goes, she goes, oh thanks, babe, this is amazing. Oh, you didn't make anything for yourself. I'll make you something. Cereal? <laughs> it's just wild. <laughs> she just gets him a bowl of cereal. <laughs> but no one questioned, like cereal. Cereal? Because it's like I think the I think the chair's made cookies or something, hasn't it? Like he's really made. He's done all sorts. I think there's flowers. There's all really sorts. And she goes. She goes. Cereal. She made out that she was going to make him a bacon sandwich or something. And she just goes cereal. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you get from me, though. Is that what you get? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. No, you'd be like, you still here? Yeah, I have some cereal. Fuck off. No, you need to leave before. Well, once you're done. You can't, dis- you can't disrupt the nighttime routine. So you're just kind of like, bang, done. Right, fuck off. You've done. You're finished. Yep. After clearing Thanks up, for coming. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Bye. That's it. You can clean yourself up in the car. <laughs> yeah, just I don't even care. I wouldn't even give the suggestion. All right, thanks for nah. coming, and that'd be it. I've, I've, I'm done with you. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all adults are consenting. No one's. No well, one's I think that's it. it. If you, I think that's it. If you're both clear at the beginning, you're like, right, this is what we're doing. And once it's done, I need you to evaporate. <laughs> yeah, just it's done. It's, yeah, that's it. and I need you to turn into a cheese and pickle sandwich. Yeah. Thank you. Or cheese whatever you like to eat. Cheese, cheese and cucumber. cucumber is the best sandwich in go. the world. I'll hear nothing said against it. So there you go. So you want someone to have sex with, and then as soon as you come, they go bink and they turn into a cheese and cucumber sandwich. <laughs> no, that's because that's not sex food, is it? Well, what would we you have? Into this conversation, do we? <laughs> no. It's not about sex food. It's about what. No, but you, you would, can't eat what... sandwiches because they have to have to be a certain way, and you have to have crisp with them. And that's not like you just want like something pizza sex we're, food. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about people getting out of the way. Not necessarily. It's not necessarily about the food. It's about it them just about disappearing. The well, because it's about them disappearing the sex... when you're finished. Yeah, but if it's going to be a food, I don't want to have to be like l- lumbered with a sandwich. I want pizza. It doesn't have to be a food. You can have it cold. It's just them yeah. vanishing. Just vanish. Yeah. 
But that's... See, maybe this is more psychopathic than I think it is because once my needs are met, I'm not bothered about anything else. The social obligation is there. You're replete, so therefore you have no need of that person. They need to now just vanish as if they weren't even there. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I'm not very good. So when I was, like, learning to have conversations and stuff, I'm not very good at, like, ending conversations. So generally I just sort of, like go okay okay bye and then i just sort of wander off maybe there's no bye sometimes i just sort of wander off and wave i'm like sometimes i end a conversation with i'm done now and then just go so that's probably not a good sex thing I'm done um, now. and then just leave get up and leave it's yeah get off i think it's a weird it's not weird it's an unusual <laughs> way <laughs> it's an unusual way of finishing whereas people go oh wow that was amazing how was it for you yeah it was great it was great they go off <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not even talking maybe just sort of waving my hands like and then maybe I just carry on with the day I've not had sex for years though so we're fine this is not that I don't want anyone to still... worry that poor poor man that I'm being awful to there's no one um oh god I shouldn't tell people that um <laughs> let's move on saying. yeah let's move on let's move on <laughs> sad, sad, Let's get back um, to it. <laughs> I I liked I just like there was so many the the, the I don't know who wrote the script but Bernie I don't Mayer, think they've ever read it. He's I don't think from what I my very short bit of research, he makes these sort of like yeah, independent films. But it, it works. I just love it. It's so good because the pace is so quick and it's it reminds me of um, you know when it's like low budget but like kid stuff. Yeah. It's just got but maybe that's an Australian thing because I was trying to think you know like um or like a New Zealand thing as well I think they're quite similar but like um sort of neighbors has a quicker pace or it used to have a quicker pace than um like EastEnders. EastEnders is quite sort of slow and it's Yeah. Really, but like it's just got a bit of like round the twist. Do you ever watch that? No, you probably do. I remember Did it. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? No. Well, I don't know. With a lighthouse. I do remember it. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I, so I, I just do think that it, yeah. had. Maybe I'm misremembering everything, but I feel like that had a bit of pace to it. Like, come yeah. on, like it's an adventure, and this is what the film feels like. It feels like a little adventure. There's lots of it. it didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it was Ralph wanking no. into the hat, which was weird. Um, the chair. <laughs> Walking up to him, yeah, because the chair moving oh, yeah. was brilliant because it would just sort of because it's a recliner, but there must have been so you know, like the reveal. I don't know who, like, one of the guys that was murdered. One of because in the beginning is confusing as well. The only bit that really makes sense is the middle bit, and that's saying a lot because it didn't really make sense at all. Because in the beginning, there was that ritual, and then. So the chair's obviously convinced one guy to kill another guy. Am I misremembering this? They've got a picture of Francesca. And they've, like... Because who's in the the chair? I don't think that mattered in the end. It didn't make yeah, any sense that there was a guy in there. Because that's who they're investigating, I think. Like, one of her... Um, one of the guys who was obsessed with her. Oh, hang on. Maybe it was Freddy. Okay. Well, it needed... Okay. Let me refer to my notes. So the souls need to go into a human being. And then he said, if that's if there isn't one, 
they go into the nearest object. But then it turns out there's a human yeah. body in the chair. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is what they... Do they find it out through um, when... And he cut his legs off so he could hide in the chair. Oh, because he wanted to fuck Francesca. So he turned himself into a chair. He had... Maybe this is Freddy. <laughs> I don't so know. Fre- no, I think... So Freddy had a blog and they were like, oh, yeah. So when they were doing like the investigation for it... Freddie had a blog and that's they were like was he interested in the occult because it was like a proper the beginning is a bit like Dexter so there was like um sheets everywhere and the chairs just in the corner with this big old button eyes looking and then but that's Freddie who I think maybe the vet told like he got the vet to cut his legs off maybe the chair got Freddie because like possessed his mind to get his legs cut off and then get in him. Yeah, maybe. It was like, you know the Transformers? You know, like, you see those kids on, like, Halloween and they make their Transformer outfits. So they're, like... Um, so they're walking around, like, looking like Bumblebee. And then they sort of, like, someone... And they transform and they sort of go on, like... Sort of crouch down and become, like, the trucks. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Have you seen those videos? That's what that chair was like. I have. So he was like, no, just a chair. And then all of a sudden... It wasn't explained... It wasn't explained why. And it opened up. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a horrible beast inside. But it was like, they didn't explain why. Suddenly, it was like they had the idea halfway through filming and went, oh, now it's got a man in it. And he's like, that wasn't in the beginning. (laughs) That wasn't... Yeah. That wasn't explained. Where's Freddy? Where can we put Freddy? Because... Yeah, because if, if the chair's possessed... Because I thought it was like star-crossed lovers, like Gerald and Marie trying to get back together. But then, because right. Marie's in Francesca, like she possesses her eventually. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because they end up no, together. No, she's not. No. Oh, my God, this doesn't make any fucking sense, does it? Because maybe... No. Maybe Gerald is in the man and Marie's in the chair... And when the man gets out, so because because Francesca gets actually possessed, doesn't she? So she's got yeah. this like allure that everyone loves. And then once the whole chair is exposed for like having then, a dead body in it, they kept but, it around. I'd keep yeah. that, that awful storage container around. But then she like gets gravy, doesn't she, with her flowers? So gravy and Francesca's body go off. So they've now both been possessed. And then Francesca's soul is in the chair. Because Maxine sees Francesca in the eyes of the chair. Oh, my God. (laughs) It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Luckily, because all our listeners would have watched it and they can explain it to us. (laughs) I don't understand at all. I really Because I was like, but why is this? Because it doesn't make any sense. But I feel like... I can't just let it go. Like, I feel like it's, no. original, like it's a murder mystery that I should have to... Because, <laughs> talking of Maxie, do you remember the shard of glass she had in her head? Oh, come on. <laughs> when she turns up and everyone goes, oh, hello, mate. And you're like, you've got half a pane of glass hanging out of your forehead and no one said anything. No one cared. No one even, no one even flinched. No one even went, ooh, Jesus Christ. 
That stings. And that was in her head. That wasn't just like, that was in her head. Embedded. It was just right in her skull. But I wonder yeah. if it's like how we do our podcast and we just go, don't care anymore. Maybe they did so many <laughs> Maybe they did so many takes, like the surprise element of having half a like a big old shard of glass sticking out of her bonds is just yeah. Stop caring. The the this is the thing. None of it. The the dialogue didn't match up. That like no one cared about that. Maxine with a big shard of glass in her head, and then they were they were they were questioning the guy that cut the other fella's legs off at the at the beginning, and they're going. They go, just take us to where the body is and we'll cut a deal. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. He goes, how do you know he's even dead? Have you found a body? And he's like, he's just said take us to the body. So, of course he hasn't. They don't know. The dialogue didn't match. Yeah. It it didn't match. Because then you've got Grandpa Jack, who's also, because I thought being a, Barbara's in her litter box, just in case there's any scratching. Sorry, everyone. The cat's disgusting. Um, not disgusting it's cat stuff I don't know it's just um Grandpa Jack was suddenly a rabbi which I didn't understand yeah all of a sudden and there was like some there was loads of like religious sort of bits added but none of it made sense like there was no sort of clear because I thought being a rabbi was a full-time job (coughs) I did yeah I thought you have to commit to that shit I don't know if maybe we're just really ignorant to, to religious teachers, but yeah. I, I think being a rabbi know. is full time, isn't it? I think because you're, you're, you've given everything over to, I don't know, I don't really know much about it, to be honest, but I imagine being a rabbi is full time. Yeah, because priest is full time. No one's like moonlighting yeah. in, you know, <clears throat> no. Up as, you know, no. Run a shop. But he's like, so he runs an antique shop. What I love, and I think. I'm, I might be wrong. Let me... I'll double-check before I start. You have to talk now, Wilson, because I'm going to do this. <laughs> One of Wellesie's moments. I I think... Um, there was loads of stuff that didn't make sense. It just, you know... What was funny is when... Uh, so she found out from the rabbi how to get the, 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 the book out of the chair. And they had to get a pine box, this little box. So she turns up with a can of gasoline and this box yep. and she's shouting at the chair get in the box get in the box and he's going no like, okay this doesn't seem very magical and spiritual covers herself and the chair in petrol um and then she's trying to light a, a match and the, the the chair keeps blowing the match out <laughs> and i don't think, i don't know if you in petrol, isn't it yeah if you're if you're covered in petrol i'm telling you now it won't take long for something to spark that and you're gonna go off you're gonna it's light like up like a fucking out. Christmas tree. It's like a cheeky chair. Yeah, blowing it, <laughs> blowing the match out. What I was googling, I was wrong. So I'm glad I googled before I said it. Um, but what I was I had a problem with. Obviously, I like safety first. Um, uh-huh. Lots of unattended candles. Oh, so many. Like, why is there candles in the bathroom, Barbara? Where are you trying to go? There's literally no room for you. I'm sorry. There's no room at the end. Fuck off. Bye, Barbara. She's like trying to look. Like, where can I be? I mean, it was last time when... Just moving the cat. Oh, careful. Okay. Um, what was I saying? 
Unattended candles. Yeah, well, that's not... There were so many, and it really upset me, because, like, there was no one in the flat, and then, like, oh, I'll just go and get some of your... Like, when she went to Maxie's flat, and they were all upset because the chair... Do you remember when the chair impaled the guy on the oven? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the thing. And then he's... um, He got to the bathroom, didn't he? And he was, like, there. He was... Was he one of the guys that fancied her? No, that was her flatmate. Oh, her boyfriend. Her gay boyfriend. And he went and stayed at his mum's because he'd been attacked. Yeah, that death. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? I love that. <laughs> I don't think they continued it. They should have continued that style because, like, it was sort of POV style, wasn't it? And so we were sort of, the camera was in the spring. And I don't know how he actually died. I don't know if I remember. Um, I remember, uh, I think it's funny that, what was funny is that they showed, like, tennis rackets and, like, sporting equipment in his room to show that him having his legs damaged was a real, really bad thing because he was such a sporty man. His mum. I loved his mum. So he was like, I don't know how the chair killed him because the sort of spring goes through his face. Maybe it just... Or I've just thought... Maybe it's like a a a food processor. Yeah, just like... Because then his mum's like doing yoga with um, headphones. She can't hear anything. Him being murdered. Yeah. And then when she's like, oh, I'm just going to... Like, is everything all right? I'm just... She's hoovering. Yeah. And she hoovers up his sort of slushy... Nerves? I don't know. Like, he's like soup, isn't he? And then she hoovers him up. Uh, that Hoover is excellent as well, by the way. But then, like a bit, like you see his, like there's just an eye looking at you. So, like the she vacuumed his eye up. She vacuumed, had no idea. I'm like, oh god, that's what I'm like though. To be completely oblivious, you just hoovering up a like a slush, a human slushy. But who hoovers? Yeah. With, who vacuums without looking? Is that what you do? Just vacuum stuff up. Listen. The Hoover's really because it's my too about my Hoover. It's like a, a Henry, but it's like an old one. So you know when the suction's really good. That guy Henry's got, a like bang. pens, but this guy's from like the eighties. It was my great aunt or something. Like he's an old oh, and so industrial. He, he like yeah, so he's got like Lego in him, pens, socks. I'm just like ah, oh, it's yours now. <laughs> he could take a soul. So so. I this film makes no sense. I'm glad I watched it. I'm I was sad that Grape got killed. I liked her. I don't even remember her dying. Yeah, she got killed, which was a shame. And then Gravy and Francesca go off into the night. Francesca's soul is still soul is still in the sofa. It's I don't know. It, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because it's utter nonsense and it makes no sense. So what are we going to rate this out of? We're going to rate this out of Springs. <laughs> it's Valerie and Gerard. Valerie and Gerard. Oh, the... Who the, the, who the... the fuck is Marie then? <laughs> Who's Marie? This doesn't make any sense. I need to nah, it. makes no sense. I missed it. I must have missed it. If you know, and so I don't have to watch the whole fucking thing again, because I'll just look over my notes... Who is yeah. who's Valerie? I, I don't know. Marie, but Marie's Francesca's great great aunt. 
I don't know who is. I don't know who any of them are anymore. So what if? <laughs> oh, God. What if it's Gerard and Valerie trying to get back together, like trying to be together? Yeah. Somehow I think that's Marie's what it involved. was. But now Valerie's in Francesca, who has yeah. this power from Marie. I like think that's what it was. Oh, my God. So Valerie's, like, super powerful now because she's got, like, um, like old old Marie's, like, allure. And now she's got Francesca's allure. And now she's in her body. Don't be over here, Barbara, because I'm not into that. Right. And now, don't do it, cat. Don't look at me like that either. She can't even... This is the problem. She's there. So she's not even on the camera. So just look mm. like I'm shouting. Just shouting. She's there. No, I get it. Um, oh, God, I lost a train of thought. So, because now, like... But, so maybe Gerald's out of the sofa, out of Frederico, into Gravy. Gravy is now Gerald. Yeah. There's... I don't know who the fuck did the books in. I don't know. I don't know. Valerie and Gerald are together in the bodies of Francesca and Gravy. Yes. That makes sense. But, yeah. Also, why was there only one... Look, you were trying to wrap it up and I've started waffling again. I know. Um, why was there only one? You know when it was like um, the guy has that like vlog and he was set, like the guy in the suit, the baldy man... He was like, "Oh, the telling, like telling us about how the, the book works and stuff, and how to, yeah. you know, like never interrupt it when it's feeding." Like that bit. It's like they start. I wonder if he's got ADHD. <laughs> it's like they start storylines and stop them, or like plot bits, because that's important. Why they didn't need to be the, the book if it was nah. Gerald and Valerie. That's like one beer because there was like the electromagnetics, you know, with all the lights and stuff, and he was eating. That's how TJ died. It's all coming back to me now. Well done, brain. Good work. So TJ was like they sucked the life out of him, didn't he? The chest sucked yes. the life out of him with all like the electromag, like all the lights and stuff, and it was all sort of whoosh. Yeah. But then I don't know why he was hoovered up by his mum. <laughs> this is what I want to know. What what state was his body in? So he like the the, the book ate the soul, but the chair is offing people. So maybe that chair's got a lot of stuff going on, you know. It's got a lot of stuff going on. It's, it's a film that I think is up. It's up, it, it all comes down to your own interpretation. <laughs> Make of it what you will. Because yeah. it's just, it's just. I don't know. Oh, he shoots the chair, doesn't he? He does shoot the chair. Gravy, Gravy shoots, shoots the, the chair. chair. Oh my god! It's so, so many good. things. It, no sense was made. I don't know who's who. It's. I'm, it, they might ever be a sequel if Francesca's in the chair. <laughs> yeah. So we're wrapping oh it up. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm just checking my notes just in case. I, one of the notes literally just says, "I don't really understand." Yeah, well, I think anyone listening to this podcast <laughs> could agree. Oh, it's so good. I loved it so much. Like, I'm so excited just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, none of it made sense, but it was so good. So fucking good. Um, yeah, I will have to knock, like, one star off for it making no fucking sense. 
but it was incredible. So I give it four springs, not stars, sorry. Yeah, four springs out of five. Four springs out of five. I'm going to give do... it... Oh, go on. I'm going to give it two springs out of five. Just what? No, one. Take that back. One oh, spring to make How no sense. How fucking dare you? I'm actually offended. I was so excited one about spring. this. We didn't talk about it before. I was like, no, I cannot talk to you about this film because I'm so excited and I loved it so much. And it's been like weeks of held on to it and you just one star it or one spring it. <laughs> how, how disgusting. I'm mean, ashamed of you, Wilson. This is awful behaviour and you need to have a I'll think just... about your life situation. Controversy inspires conversation. That's why I've done that. How rude. How fucking rude. I like, literally told people to go watch it and you knew that you were going to give it such a low score. I didn't. Well. Now we've spoken about it. You just hate it. The more you talk about it, the more you hate it. Oh, I'm so offended. Oh, it's such a good film. Everyone's going to agree with me. It's going to be the best film. Everyone's they are going to agree with you. So, um, Did we do this... best death? Was it... No, I, we always um, Is it... Best... Um, the guy, Ralph, in his wanky blanket. Ralph with his fuck hat. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good, a good, a good spin-off. Oh, think of the merch. Just... <laughs> Kill us over, fuck hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think of the merch. So you could either sell hats like to, to have on your head or just like... I was going to say spunk buckets, but that's not a nice thing to say. Oh, dear me. That's like sex dolls with a fucking drip tray all over again. Oh, my God. Sex bot drip trays. I just keep yeah. thinking about it. How do you that sounds like a band bot? name. Sex bot drip trays. It's because I like to say it, so I say it too much. Sex bot drip trays. Um, I kind of... Do you know, I had another thought about it the other day. This is my Roman Empire, isn't it? Have you seen on, like, Instagram? Yes. This is my Roman Empire. It's how you clean sex bots. But, like, not the standard sex dolls, but, like, the ones that... Because this is how it came about, because I read about it in um, somewhere. But there's, like, a brothel. Did I tell you this story? There's a meant to be a brothel of sex dolls, like sex robots. And I was like, how do you clean them out? Like, after a shift. <laughs> because you would have to clean them out after every use. Like yeah, of course you would. And you had to be efficient, cause, and then I was like, okay... So I think they have drip trays. But then I thought... Yeah, but you know like, for a fact that whoever's in charge of them isn't cleaning them properly. And they ain't getting I, empty till the end of the I day. So I would clean them. I would make yeah, you them would. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, just no, thank you. Weirdo, even more. Um, I do want to go to that brothel. <laughs> if anyone got connection, oh, I was going to say if anyone's got connections to that brothel, but if you've if just... Anyone's got, you're a, you're if that, anyone's got connected to a sex robot brothel... Sex bot brothel. No. Are you coming or is it just me? Am I going by myself to have a Yeah, fuck it. I'll go. But I'll wait downstairs. (laughs) Wait downstairs. I'm only going to clean them. I want it to be like, you know when they go around looking... Why are you only going to clean them? I want to know how it works. I'm not going... What do you think I'm going to do with sex robots? Well, have sex with it. That's why I thought it was weird you invited me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird podcast. Sex bot orgy in Germany. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> no, I want to go see how they work. I want it to be right. like you know how they oh. have um, documentaries okay. about how um, like yes. uh, sort of mega structures, and this is the engine of you know a big ship 
or this is how oil rigs work. That I want us to be like that in like blue overalls or like how they do it in factories. Like this is the Mars bar factory. This is how skips are made. I want us to be like there, like uh, hair nets and blue overalls going, these are how we clean sex bots. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I'm up for that. Um, uh, the other one I had a thought was, um, you know, like back in the day where you used to put PVA glue on your hands and peel it off? Uh-huh. I imagine there's that like there's something that makes it sticky so you can just peel it peel it off and also um what if it was a bit like uh i don't know if they still do it but in pubs and stuff when someone's sick you had like it's like like sawdust but like absorbed all the moisture i wondered if yeah. you could sort of shovel some of that in the robot oh god and then scoop it out yeah or maybe tap them out <gasps> like <laughs> You know, like ah. um, when you make <laughs> when you're making glitter paintings, like you put the glue down, and then you pour the glitter on, and then you sort of tap it up, and you collect the excess glitter at the bottom, and it's all nice. Or, I think what you have to do, you put the put a hose pipe in its mouth, and then it just flushes out. Yeah, special. everything <gasps> like a pressure wash. The other one I thought was, yeah. um, you know, how you clean usable straws with the little. Oh yeah. Like, because you'd have to go all the way through, wouldn't it? Like a pipe cleaner. Yeah, one of them. I think about it a lot, but I don't actually want yep. to know. So please don't, please don't tell me because okay. you ruin my fun. Listeners. Okay. Well, okay. so this has been, but please don't panic. This has been Wellsy. We are on YouTube. We are on Instagram. Yep. We are everywhere. So do jump up and say hello. Give us a follow. Give us a give us a send us a message. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Oh no, hang on. You'll be messaging me. Wilson is not... He hasn't figured it out yet. So you just... I forget I've yeah. got it. I keep forgetting I'm connected to it. Because there's so many other things. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's another thing. You are just messaging me. Yeah, but um, I will get on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you need to tell people what you've got coming up. Because we never remember to do that. Um, I'm going to be at the boat show in uh, London this coming weekend. And uh, I'm going to be... In Bedford on Sunday, going to be up, up really there, and yeah, so I'm going to be up there on Sunday. Got loads going on. Got loads of gigs. Have a look at my website, richwilsoncomedian.com. You see all my dates on there. Uh, my special on ITVX is still out, and uh, in sending the membrane, and there's a cat on Wellesley's lap. Barbara's yeah, she's. You have your new podcast with uh, with your wife. Yes, oh. never mind the age gap, which has already caused controversy. So we're looking forward to having that oh. chat. <laughs> yep, yeah. no, that's good. Anyway, right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been, Thank but please so don't panic. That's been Wellesy. I've been Wilson. Yeah, I keep talking. See you next time. We're talking over each other now. Like and subscribe. That's all, folks. 